Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. This is an Extra 106.3 podcast. To hear more live and local content like this, tune into 106.3 FM or download the Extra 106.3 app. Okie dokie. Uh, anyway, uh, 404, guess what, everybody? Bay of Fonder, if you will. One of the most famous tunes in, well, hell, in the, in the uh, whole country, as it turned out, originally just in the Atlanta area. And, of course, the uh, bouncing signal with Neil Bartz joining us today. Neil, how's it going? Where are you and how are you? <laughs> oh, I'm in Naples. Excellent. You're home for a while. Are, are you between, yeah, uh, b- between tours? Yeah, uh, home until May. Oh, well, go- well good for you. Well, it's a great time of year down there now. Yeah, and then I, I get on the icon of the seas in May. The icon of the seas. I don't know yeah. what that is. You don't. I don't know what the icon of the seas is. I'm sorry. <laughs> you sound so disappointed. Neil, I swear to God, I'll look at it. Tell me next time. I'll look it up in advance. <laughs> Would somebody tell him what the icon of the seas is? I don't know the what that is. cruise ship. The what? It's a cruise ship. Well, I've never been on a cruise ship. I don't know the names of cruise ships. My God, man. <laughs> what are you... Weren't you a seagoing bellhop? No, 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 no. Hey, yeah, your old man is now screaming from this, from guarding heaven's gate about a crack like that. Hey, have you had a chance to interview Kelly Gertz or whatever his no, name is? No, dear Lord, man. He got reamed yesterday pretty good, that's for Did sure. Did he get Oh, I, I was hoping so. Oh, He God. said yeah. that the murder of Lake and Riley was not connected to illegal immigration. Well, there's no Where connection. Where in the hell did... Athens come up with this jerk? Well, not only that, Neil. We just read the story just a moment ago. I'll try to get for you here. Uh, They're now saying that if you are complaining, I got it right here, swear to God. Oh, here we go. Uh, The uh, uh, Joe uh, Turdface Campaign Committee says if you suggest migrant crime is rising after the murder of Lake and Riley, it's racist. Oh, of course it's yeah, racist. Yeah. Poisoning what the blood. Isn't, yeah. mm-hmm. What isn't racist? Yeah. Everything is racist. Yeah. The the word means nothing yeah, right. anymore. Yeah. Nothing. Well, it's, it's all they have to play. And again, I, 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 we haven't seen it yet, but I'm hoping somebody at the border will bring it up, you know, this latest situation and say, well, you know, it's your policies that allow those people to come in and commit these crimes and bring in their drugs and other gang activities and see if how he answers that. And, of course, you know he's going to a place in Brownsville where there's nobody left. I mean, it's all cleaned out and uh, looks great for him anyway. Yeah, well, Trump is the only one that has the nads to go where the problem really is. Yeah. Yeah, he'll show. So, uh, but I mean, I just cannot understand like how somebody like Kelly Gertz yeah. gets in the office in Athens. But then, then I remember Athens is in Clark County, uh, also known as Dark County, 
And I guess that's just what you get from the electorate there. Well, in fact, we had yesterday, we played some sound of the mayor when he was running for office, or maybe it was your first, either, and his mouth came out of his mouth saying, oh, oh no, he was mayor, and he said, uh, uh, we welcome everybody to uh, Athens. We don't care whether you're documented or not. It's not fair to discriminate against people who want to live here and be good citizens. I mean, they, they, you know, they screw the, they're a, a, a sanctuary city. They're not supposed to be because it's illegal in Georgia. It's illegal to have a sanctuary. County, but they said the same thing. And the sheriff, when he was running for office, before he got elected for running for office, he said, I'm not going to cooperate with ICE. We believe we want to have people trust us as police officers, so we're not going to turn you in if you're undocumented. There, there you, you are, the sheriff and the mayor. Yeah, you know, meanwhile, down here, Marco Island and places like that, uh, Collier County, are declared uh, yeah. uh, uh, <clears throat> Bill of Rights sanctuary cities. Where <laughs> Bill of Rights? Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, uh, where we will protect the Bill of Rights against all attackers and opponents. So I don't even uh, know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Where where do they? I know. My God. Where do they get people like this? It it just it just makes you suspicious of everybody running for office. By the way, did I hear you say Robert Plant? Uh, I may have said Robert Plant. In pa- oh, yeah, I'm, I think we're going to play something from him. What did I say? How, uh, play uh, Can't Let Go. Can't Let Go. Okay, Robert Plant is coming up our next break. All right, we have, have a request. Heard, we ha- uh, have you no. heard of? Uh, have you heard him singing with Alison Krauss? I love Alison Krauss. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, 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 oh, although, didn't you do that really sad song, Whiskey Lullaby? Was that her? Oh, that was her. heartbreaking. Oh, but my I think her, her her saddest song was just called The Ghost in This House. I don't know that one. Is she the one her, boy, her husband cheated on her? Didn't she just break up with somebody? No, no, no. Uh, who, what do you got there, Flounder? Flounder's playing a music. Uh, this here. is Robert Plant and Allison Krauss called Can't Let Go. Can't it's let great. Go. Listen, listen, listen to it. Okay. Boy, it's really, they really sing wonderfully together with their oh, listen. harmony. And... That's a great song. Oh, and, 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 and by the way. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, nice. And boy, do they look odd together. Robert Plant with Alison Krauss. Uh, well, but yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I like I like what Vince Gill said about Alison Krauss. He says, "If I die and go to heaven, yeah. and the angels don't sound like Alison Krauss, I'm leaving." Oh, sweet! That song, "Whiskey Lullaby," man, that'll make you cry out loud. That's just you know, I'm not I'm not that familiar with that one. Heartbreak. But, uh, I think I, that was I her. Am, I, I think that was her. Flounder, am I wrong? Or Pete, you you know that? No, song, no, right? no. You're right. Yeah. Okay. I, I could be. You're right. right. I don't know much. But uh, okay, Allison Krauss. Hmm. So anyway, uh, we've solved the problem of Athens mayor. I mean, yeah. the problem may be uh, just to. There's no solution for somebody like that. He probably believes the earth is flat. Well, the people were screaming at him. The video was saying, we're calling him a liar, saying, you did this. You got blood on your hands, out loud screaming. He had cops all over. I mean, they were they attacked him at the news conference. And, and he, stood there, he stood there and took it. Uh, what's he going to do, you know? But again, he, they, caught, they caught him. They said, you know, you're a liar. They're, what do you mean no sanctuary city, no, no connection between crime and immigrants? My coming in, my God. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, it's it's absolutely... 
absolutely without question there is you cannot refute the fact that the uh, that the death of that young nursing student is squarely yeah. on the shoulders of Joe Biden. Yeah. He is the one that created the situation that led to her death. Uh, if if and I I hate saying anything to boost Trump, uh, but you know Kimmer, if you had ever had to work with Trump like I did. Yeah. In the league, in the legal field, yeah. you'd feel the same way about him that I do. Yeah. Well, again, I, I don't, I, I don't like Donald Trump as a, as a guy. He's not my kind of guy. I, uh, I wouldn't want to be his friend. I mean, well, I, you know, it's not, I play golf with him once just to do it, as I mentioned before. But he, he's not my kind of guy. I, but he's, well, God, you know, his ego is so big that he wants to be the best president America's ever had, and that's okay with me. If that's your goal, great. If he's only concerned about making the country better, you know, God bless him. So I, you know, anyway. Well, least, the, uh, the uh, alternatives uh, are depressing. Yeah. Well, Biden is responsible uh, for all of it. I mean, deliberately, they let the people in on purpose for the reason that we all know to change our culture, because every one of those people is a future Democrat in their opinion. That's why they're taking the chance to let them all in. It's but there's an odd thing about Hispanics and the Democrat Party. Uh, Hispanics, you know, especially uh, uh, Mexicans are very high on this list. They have a great appreciation and fondness for the uh, family structure, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. woman, and children. Mm -hmm. And they, they look very uh, askance at any attempts to change that culture. And they are religious. They are largely Catholic. They love the, the core family principle. And I don't think that they're guaranteed votes uh, by any stretch of the imagination for Democrats. This may just uh, jump up and bite the Democrats in their Obama before it's over. I think exactly that's the case. And I think what happened was that these freaking liberals have swung so far to the left. I don't believe that most basic Hispanic families really want to talk about having their nine-year-old boy become a girl and whether they should use the proper pronouns and what the hell they're teaching in schools. I don't think I don't think Hispanic, or, you know, immigrant families coming in uh, as strongly as they are about family units want to hear any of this stuff. Boy, Always playing on the girls' teams and hurting girls in basketball because they're bigger and stronger. I mean, I, who who agrees? I I just don't. I, I think they're going to uh, shoot themselves in the foot because they're doing the things that these Hispanic families do not believe in and agree with. And maybe this is going to make the difference. God, I hope. I sure hope. Well, I hope so. But uh, how old are you? Seventy-seven, but I read at the eighty-year-old level. Well, I'll be seventy-eight in a couple of weeks. Seventy-eight. Yeah, well, I'll yeah. be seventy-nine in a couple of weeks. Well, so, okay, I mean, Mr. Smarty Pants. Oh, sorry, no, I mean, <laughs> no, we're just we're. Uh, me, I so, may make it to seventy-nine. <laughs> well, you know, you and I are you and I are both in a position right now to just sit back yeah. and watch this country crumble uh, while we're saying, "Look, we tried to well, tell you. I, I'm, we tried to tell you. You didn't listen. I think I, you yeah. kept screaming, racist, racist." Racist. Yeah, you got well. It's a, it's a perfect example. Every one of these sanctuary cities is now in big trouble and complaining about it. Denver yesterday just said, "By the way, all you hourly employees of all the parks and rec lifeguards."
guards, people who work in all. Uh, we're going to cut your hours down to uh, well zero, <clears throat> because we need them. We need four million dollars to pay for the immigrants, so they're cutting the salaries. And I'll say, by the way, if you can't make ends meet, you are eligible for unemployment. Oh my God, that's how they solve the solution is by fire, basically laying off their entire force of public workers so they can take care of immigrants. Denver, because they wanted the illegals. They were saying. Sanctuary City. New York's the same thing. Their mayor this week is saying, oh, my God, we can't take these people. (laughs) Well, you know what happened to Denver, don't you? Well, you you say it. (laughs) California. That's right. Here they come. (laughs) Here they come. California went to Denver, and Denver went to hell in a handbasket. And uh, California is going to do that to several other states before it's open. Well, they've, uh, yeah. they've done it to, Mex- to New Mexico. They may be able to pull it off in Arizona. I mean, you know, uh, California yeah, is like yeah. an overflowing sewer tank that's uh, starting to just uh, leak into the neighboring states. It, it's the worst state run by the worst governor, and his name keeps popping up as the, as the guy to head the Democrat ticket. I can't well, you believe know it. You know he's been setting that up all along. Oh, well, yeah. When he showed up with his sleeves rolled up and his jacket over his shoulder at the White House when President Stupid Face was overseas, yeah, that was pretty obvious. <laughs> and this in this country is just crazy enough, crazy enough uh, to put Gavin Newsom in office. But then again. You and I, we can just sit back and say, we tried to tell you. <laughs> well, we tried to tell you. If it happens. But you didn't, you didn't listen. <laughs> should have known better. But why would you listen to me? And by the way, wouldn't it be great if he's the president of the United States, our first lady uh, would be the uh, the couch sodomy queen for Harvey Rapestein. She gave it up for Harvey Rapestein to do what he wanted to her so she could make it in show business. Well, and it could he have been married Kimberly. her. Oh, it my could God. have been Kimberly Guilfoyle, you know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'm, you know, I just, I, I, that would, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it could be funny. Anyway. So, yeah, now his former, it could be the president's former wife is married to the past president's son. Right. Well, he was a mayor of San Francisco, too, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't he? She, he, That's where she, she was. No, he was. Yeah, yeah but she I was believe, married to I him believe, then, I think, wasn't, wasn't she? I believe he was. Yeah. I believe he was. Yeah, believe but so. at least in that sense, Gavin Newsom had better, uh, uh, better taste than Willie Brown. <laughs> well, America's favorite side piece, the shiftless and lazy uh, uh, Carmela uh, uh, Harris. Oh, by the way, I got reamed the other day because someone said, well, you can't call a woman shiftless because that's racist. That's the way I go against black people. She's not black. Yeah, she's Jamaican. She's a, she's a Janindamaic. Gen, what did I call it the other day, uh, Pete? The in, uh, in in Jacob Men or something or other of her racial background. She's not. Well, black. you know what? Like Tiger <laughs> Tiger Woods said he was Cablination. Cablination, absolutely. That was my yeah. example. Of why it's okay. <laughs> and and a, a, a Jamindican or something like that. I called yeah, her. Jamindican. <laughs> Are you okay, Kimmer? No, Take I'm not. Pill. I'm freak. Yeah. I'm freaking out. <laughs> you know, at this time of the afternoon, you really should be drinking decaf. I've got to do something. I know that. I'm gonna start. <laughs> Flounder, you got anything on the, on the side for me at all? Tied me over some <laughs> I'm so, a wreck anyway anyway uh, by the way re- and yeah. then if you just want your day to go to hell in a handbasket just sit mm-hmm. back and think that you're a couple of heartbeats uh, in an old geezer away from Kamala Harris being I the know. president of the United States. I know, my lord. And, and this they, is a woman that mm-hmm. couldn't even pick up one primary delegate when she was running for president. Yeah. She dropped out before the before she could get one. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he had to he had to pick her. He's so stupid that he had, he 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 labeled himself into a corner because he had to, he said he's going to pick a girl, hopefully a black girl, and he sure as hell wasn't going to pick Pocahontas. So what what's he left with? No, but no, I mean what an idiot. What he an idiot. chose his vice president. He chose his vice president from 6% of the population right. of this country. That's right. That's... And by the way, whenever, you know, I just relish when somebody calls me a racist. See, I just look at them and say, define racist. Yeah. That's... And they can't. They don't know what it is. It's not the same thing as, as being biased or uh, what's the other one? Um, uh, prejudice. Prejudice, yeah. Prejudice, no. bias, and racism are not the same thing. Well, we do. We obviously have racial problems in this country, but of what course. is the yeah. first thing you do? What is the first thing you do when you're trying to solve a problem? The first thing you do is you identify the, the problem yeah. you're trying to solve. Define it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, okay, is our <laughs> racial, are, are our racial problems due to uh, uh, prejudice or bigotry or racism? And the automatic answer from everybody out there, oh, it's racism. Okay, fine. Define racism. Yeah, and they, they can't. They, they don't say it. In fact, wasn't there, who was there? Was a professor or a biologist or somebody who tried to make an official claim that, the, that genetically that was the definition and the reason for the racism or something? He got creamed for it. It was several years ago. I remember there's a huge controversy about it. But the racism is not prejudice. No, it's too different. Then, by the way, by the way, have you ever discussed profiling on your show? There is not one of us. We should profile. <laughs> that, does not, that does not profile several times a day. We all do. When you're, when you're at Home Depot and you need help finding a screw, you don't just look around and pull somebody up at random. You profile. <laughs> you look for you someone look for who somebody would know. Wearing an, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you look for somebody wearing orange. Yeah. And uh, we, pro we profile all the time. You're a color we racist. Could not exist. <laughs> we could not exist as a society if we did not profile all the time. It's a great shortcut to efficiency and the truth. Well, it's not only that, but the way we pick our friends or the, peop the people we want to hang around with. If you're if you're in an area where there's some people are screaming and yelling, you say, well, I don't want to go over and hang around with those guys. You do something because you profiled them as people you really probably don't want to hang around with. That's not, or you know, if you're, that's just t typical behavior to see what what's best for you at any minute. Oh, I mean, my God. <laughs> or or if you're at, a, at an event, a conference, a party, whatever, and somebody's wearing a name tag that uh, that has pronouns on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you profile immediately. You know yeah. you do not want to interact with that person. Yeah. You do not want to know one thing about them. You don't want to have uh, a, a three-word co conversation when "go away" will do. Uh, <laughs> all because they put their pronouns on a name tag. Pronouns uh, on a name tag mean. Uh, you don't want to. You don't want to know me. <laughs> right. uh, I'm not all that bright anyway. Uh, and you profile on the basis of we need more profiling. Yeah. And I tell you where we really need profiling. We need to go ahead and look at the statistics, and decide which young men out there, which young men yeah. are the ones carrying the guns, which young men are out there are the ones that feel like they don't have any street credibility, any credibility at all, unless they have a gun in their pants. Yeah. Uh, figure out who they are.
profile them, uh, and then pull them over and frisk them. <laughs> well, they, they used to do that, and it used to be pretty effective, too. I remember Rudy Giuliani used to have a pretty good crime rate going until they stopped all the, you know, actually cracking down on crime. Yeah, stop and frisk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, we I think we know who is most likely to have the guns, although that's... Well, that, uh, that's well, statistics. Yeah. I mean, we've said it before, but every time you mention it, you say it, oh, you're, you're singling out this. Well, you know, then stop your bitching and, and do something about your own freaking community. I mean, that's where, the, you know, if there's, well, if, if there's a problem and you can identify the problem, then there you are. There it is. So to take care of it. But they're not willing to do that. Okay. How do you like the Supreme Court? taking on this presidential immunity. All right, let me ask you this. Here it's this the, the Supreme Court I think now Neil has 3 Trump cases basically uh, and the and the one that's going to be most important I guess is whether a president can what break the law and fa- and be immune from prosecution for duties he did while president. My question you, is, does this center yeah. on whether the duties he was doing as president were, in fact, keeping with the, the duties of his office? Or would it also mean if he decides to go rob a bank one day just for the hell, it got drunk and shot a guy in the face for no reason on the sidewalk, wasn't really anything to do with being president, can, is he immune from that? Or only well, if about, he is from only his duties? Is he immune for, for fomenting? Is it fomenting or fomenting? fomenting. A riot at the Capitol. Yeah. Well, again, uh, the, the words in the Constitution are is insurrection, which is why they started calling it the insurrection on January 7th, because they knew that they could use that word to try to get Trump. But, but again, uh, he's never been tried or convicted or even charged with an insurrection. How could they possibly? I mean, is the Supreme Court bound by saying, well, he's never been charged or convicted? How can we say that? Well, I have a president for you who does have immunity. Who's that? <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> kind of a strong arm way of doing it. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. But, I mean, he has – that is your picture of a leader of a country with immunity. Yeah. Vladimir Putin. And that is what Donald Trump wants to claim for himself. Uh, does he actually identify I'm, – I'm not saying it. Just wondering. I think it's a fair question. Does he identify as being another Vladimir Putin? No, I, I can't. I mean, I think that's. Oh, he's really bragged a... about his. You know how I. Well, can he's just not go an assassin. Putin. Well, no, but he hasn't done it. Putin's a freaking assassin. You know, Putin just killed the guy. Trump's not a murderer. Uh, but, but I think he. I think. I think he, even he would agree. And I think the court is going to very quickly. I, what do I know? But I think the court would clearly say, no. If you're president, you can't just go murder somebody. So you're not immune immune from any kind of crime you might commit while you're president. Uh, but you are maybe immune from from uh, what someone considers a crime as as part of your duties of president, unless it's specifically outlawed in the Constitution, like the word insurrection. Now, the other thing well, is, there, can you be charged after he's been president? If he does something in, uh, while he's president and they can't charge him as president, can they charge him after he's president? Neil, I don't know. Are these things that are, is this what they're deciding? Well, there is instances of uh, immunity among people in Washington. For instance, a member of the House of Representatives or of the Senate cannot be held criminally liable for anything they say on the floor of the House or or Senate when it's in session. Right. Yeah, they they can't be held liable for that. So they do have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do have immunity. So there are cases in our government where immunity exists. 
But I think that Donald Trump has vastly overplayed that. And the quicker the Supreme Court can strike him down on that ridiculous idea, the the, uh, the better off we are. Now, let me ask you this. What about the issue of whether or not a state and, and, and some girl, some girl judge in Illinois just did it again. Is it possible that some woman or girl, somebody working in a state secretary of state's office could say, you know, that damn Donald Trump, I think he committed insurrection. I'm keeping him off the ballot, which is basically what they did. He's never been charged or convicted. Can the Supreme Court, will the Supreme Court rule in his favor? saying you cannot legally have a state keep a presidential candidate off a federal presidential ballot. Not under these circumstances. No, that lady from Illinois, at least she did say, I'm staying my ruling to give the Supreme yeah. Court a chance to weigh in on well, that. Well, she had to. I mean, but, you know. I mean, you know, if you have a president who is convicted of a crime, yeah. you may have a case. Yeah. But because you don't, you know, uh, because you might not like his rhetoric uh, his claims that the election was stolen, uh, just because you don't like that doesn't mean you can keep him on the ballot. Uh, I don't think that Donald Trump committed, I, I think it's a real stretch to say he committed insurrection. He didn't lead an but insurrection. But he, sure in, he sure encouraged a riot. I believe he did. Well, he certainly encouraged a, pr- a trouble to say, go, you know, peacefully go and tell them how you feel about what they did to us. So obviously it was, uh, you know, it was uh, provocative. By the way, yeah. Where is Melania? Oh, good question. Now, in fact, that came up the other day. How come she's not on the trail with you? And they said that she's going to be joining him more. But that's a good question. She's, and I think probably because I don't blame her because all they do is pick on her and call her names and, you know, saying she's, oh, she's uglier than Michelle Obama, even though Michelle's a boy. You know, I think I think she just wants nothing to do with it. I don't blame her either. I think she wants nothing to be nobody, nothing part of this stuff. Please, nobody with a half a brain ever said that Michelle Obama was more attractive than Melania uh, Trump. Please. It <laughs> pops up on, on Twitter all the time. Mm. Who is the best looking first lady? In this? Oh, I mean, please. Uh, who is the best first lady, too? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Michelle Obama's a b- first bitch. She's the worst first lady we've ever had. Nasty, entitled, uh, uh, d- d- dismissive, vicious, black-hearted. Man. Good Lord. Remember, remember when she looked at her husband during the playing of the national anthem or something, mm. and she just mouthed the words, all of this for a damn flag. Yeah. Remember the first time she said she's finally proud of her country. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Anyway. For maybe the first time president. in my life, I'm proud of my country. Yeah. Good oh. Lord. <laughs> okay. Well, you've really made me depressed. I'm sorry. What, what are you, what's your next <laughs> trip? Where, where, where are you going to go to have fun? Are you going to have fun coming up? Say, you say you're staying until May. What are you going to do in May? Are you traveling up north? Well, well we get in the bus and, and go off to rallies every once in a while. Yeah, uh, but, uh, you know, <laughs> as as soon as our crews on the icon of the sea, look up, Kimmer. I'm going to check that into a break here. <laughs> as soon as our cruise is over, then we're in the bus and we have to live in that sucker for about yeah. five or six months while renovations. Wow. Uh, we're getting the con- condo redone. Wow. So we'll be we'll be as far west as the Rockies, maybe Oregon. As far wow, north as Banff and Lake Louise in Canada, as far northeast as Prince Edward Island, Quebec City, we'll be all over the place. We're going to burn some diesel fuel. Uh, God bless America. Best to you and your sweet lady bride, and I hope you have a terrific uh, next week until we talk to you again. Neil, thanks, my okay. friend. Really appreciate my, it. Yes, sir. By the way, my golf handicap is now 27. <laughs> 
I mean, good. That's great. That's wonderful. <laughs> no, it used, it used. I got to, down to a 12 one time, but boy, have it, I gone to hell. Of well, it, yeah. tell me about it. <laughs> I've lost 80% of my drive distance. So anyway, uh, we'll tee it up one of these days, Neil. Uh, Separate five, my friend. And great to talk to you as always. Neil Bortz. Yep, be good. Thanks, man. 431, Kimber Pete Flounder and Neil Bortz on 106.3. This is an extra 1063 podcast. To hear more live and local content like this, tune into 1063 FM or download the extra 1063 app. Watches and whiskey. Do I have your attention? <laughs> this is Jonathan Geller at D. Geller & Son Jewelers, and we're celebrating summer and Father's Day with something we've never done before. This Saturday, we'll have Atlanta's biggest and best selection of new and pre-owned Swiss watches under each of our roofs. We're talking fan favorites like Tissot and Omega, showstoppers from Rolex, and it gets better. With help from Old Fourth Distillery, we're providing complimentary whiskey tastings while you browse. It's this Saturday, June 8th, in all three D. Geller & Son showrooms. Learn more at dgeller.com. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.